Hi, and welcome to the Bankwest Orange Juice Podcast, a technology-focused podcast coming to you from sunny Perth in Western Australia. We've been around for over 120 years, and we're going through the most exciting stage of our history as we undergo a technology transformation driven by our passionate leaders and colleagues. In the Orange Juice series, you'll hear from our people, what we are working on, who we're talking to, and what we're doing in the tech space. This is um, Graham Foster, I'm the Principal Engineer at Bank West, and I'm fortunate enough to have Goiko here today, who's come all the way over from... Yeah, that's a big question. <laughs> I flew in from Singapore. From Singapore, awesome. And he's here to do some workshops around uh, specification by example, and he's also, I believe, here to do the keynote for DDD Perth tomorrow. Yes, I'm very excited about that. Awesome, so welcome to uh, Perth, Goiko. Thank you, you. How are you finding it over here so far? It's, the weather's really nice, that's always good. I've been told the beaches are nice, I've not been able to kind of visit a beach yet, but maybe tomorrow. Oh, okay, awesome. Well, that'd be great if you get time to visit the beaches, because they're absolutely beautiful. Um, so I was fortunate enough to get to sit on your specification by example workshop yesterday, and it was an absolutely fabulous uh, workshop. I personally learned so much from it, so thank you for that. Um, I just wondered if you could explain to people a little bit about what specification by example means. Spec by example is a collaborative approach to getting uh, the right requirements and tests in place for an iterative software development process. It works really well inside two-week cycles, three-week cycles, or even shorter cycles, and it is by far the fastest way I know for teams to agree on the details of what they want to build. So spec by example helps teams reduce rework, it helps teams avoid uh, waste created by misunderstood requirements, by kind of over-engineering, by under-engineering, because it creates shared understanding among developers, testers, and analysts, what actually do we want to build, and how do we test it, And, and those two questions are quite difficult for lots of people to answer in a short iterative process. Very often teams end up creating something that explodes and then they figure out how much it exploded and then they kind of clean it up and then they do another iteration where something else explodes and then they clean it up. And spec by example is a really good way to actually reduce all that wasteful rework and make sure that we among developers, testers, analysts, stakeholders all agree what is it that we actually want out of this particular development cycle. Oh, that's really interesting. So you mentioned there developers and analysts and testers all agreeing. So a lot of the projects we currently do here at the bank, we tend to have a heavy investment in an upfront business requirements yeah. document. Um, so can you talk about some of the benefits that you might see if you went to a model where you had the entire delivery team involved in helping to surface those requirements? So pretty much all the thought leaders, uh, you know, people much, much smarter than me in the Agile community agree that collaborative analysis is the only way you can do an effective iterative, short iterative cycle. Uh, Otherwise, you have to go for these big documents or you do away with big documents and then even worse, things explode all the time. And the, the thing with kind of avoiding big documents is not so much to kind of avoid documentation. There's lots of kind of discussion about whether documentation is good or bad. You know, putting that on the side, I think one thing we really want in a software development cycle is shared understanding. And as long as you have a single person writing a document and other people having to read that, it's very difficult to ensure shared understanding. Where collaborative analysis, where everybody's involved in figuring out what we want to build, gives you shared understanding for free. And, or not for free, but very, very cheaply. And, and that means that potentially 
you can start reducing the other ways for achieving shared understanding. And, and many artifacts that we tend to produce in a software development cycle, if we don't have shared understanding, are no longer needed. Uh, a lot of these heavy requirements documents that are used to ensure kind of understanding later could possibly be replaced by just talking together. So it's really interesting sitting in your workshop yesterday and you started off with about five people in the entire room that understood blackjack and we had a rule sheet and it was fascinating to watch the conversations and questions that popped up when we switched to a more spec by example way of approaching that problem and to see a whole room of blackjack kind of players by the end of that game. Mm. Really interesting how, you know, starting with the requirements, nobody really understood what they were building. So that seems like a great kind of thing to, to get in the bank is people that have that domain. People play blackjack. People play blackjack and going to Las Vegas potentially um, to do, you know, uh, research. research, basically. Business, business trips. <laughs> so do you find um, that large organizations that have a traditional enterprise mindset um, have got more resistance to moving to this kind of model? Or do you have any tips for helping an organization get to um, that kind of more collaborative approach to problems? So I don't think it's a question of, you know, small or large organization there. And in fact, um, some of the organizations I worked with that got the biggest benefits out of this are actually large organizations with complex domains, because that's where shared understanding is a big problem. If you're building a Mickey Mouse website that, you know, has two pictures and a button, there's not a lot that could be misunderstood. Mm -hmm. If you're building a banking system that has, you know, lots of interfaces to other systems that nobody even knows what they're doing, spec by example becomes absolutely necessary as a way to get shared understanding because nobody has the full picture. If you look at kind of, you know, most banking systems invest a ton of cash into doing reconciliation and reconciliation basically just means everything that goes in adds up to everything that goes out, which, you know, should be that by default, but we invest so much money into these systems exactly because it's so complex inside that nobody understands what's going on. Some of the tips I think for, for approaching this uh, would be, first of all, get the conversation going the right way. Many teams that do some kind of iterative delivery process already have product backlog refinement in their site. This is just a different way of doing product backlog refinement. It's not replacing the entire world. It's not changing everything we do. It is just different, faster, simpler way of doing product backlog refinement. So I would kind of suggest introducing it like that rather than introducing it as a big kind of process change and getting people to start slowly kind of contributing more to the discussions rather than isolating themselves and, you know, writing documents, writing test cases in separation, getting people to discuss real world examples and capturing those examples as an outcome of a conversation is actually quite powerful. Um, and again, that doesn't really need to be a replacement for the whole world. Ron Jeffries in 2001 wrote a fantastic article how good user stories have three C's, a card, a conversation and a confirmation. And yeah. spec by example is, is just a great way of doing the conversation part of that. So if people are already doing uh, card conversation confirmation in some other way, spec by example just fits in very, very nicely with improving the middle part of that. And the examples that come out become the confirmation at the end. So I think introducing this in organizations is not so much uh, replacing the process they have, but evolving different parts of the process to be slightly more effective. And it was really interesting as well <coughs> when we saw the specifications coming out at the end, how we were able to take those and almost use them as inputs into our own uh, test harnesses, mm. therefore producing a kind of, I think you refer to it as a living documentation mm -hmm. of the system, which felt like a very, very powerful concept for an application to have. Yeah, I think uh, for lots of really complex organizations where there's lots of people involved in development, people have varying levels of knowledge, people have kind of different needs from a 
the system having something that is uh, human readable but reliable is is incredibly important and as a result of spec by example sessions teams get a decent set of examples that show how the system behaves in different scenarios and as you said we, we can very easily take those examples put them into an automated test harness and validate that the system actually does that which is incredibly powerful because then we can trust those examples as documentation of the system yeah and it felt like it also gave a language so that the developers and the testers could then talk in the real business terms back to the people that actually wanted these systems so close that gap in communication as well so you know if you look at what examples are examples are just a very natural way for people to clarify things in their everyday life i think if you if you google for the phrase for example you'll see you know hundreds of millions of documents it's just just a way how we clarify things anyway. And Spec, by example, just kind of recognizes that and takes that and puts it in the center and saying, if we're going to use examples anyway to clarify things, let's start with those examples and keep them there and, and use them as a way to clarify these things in the future. Thank you for listening to the Bankwest Orange Juice podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and spread on your social channels if you like our content. If you like what you're hearing, head to our careers website at bankwest.com.au slash careers as we're currently recruiting great people for our transformation. Alternatively, visit our Bankwest website or follow us on LinkedIn.